Welcome to the Sportswire Spotlight. I'm Will Catterley. Dylan Garner joining as always. And Dylan, it's been another crazy couple of weeks of high school sports across the area. Absolutely. Uh, you were talking about the places you've been and, you know, I think golf season's kind of winding down. We're getting to some playoff action there and also just some kind of marquee interesting things happening in football. You got some power ratings you wanted to share, um, some big matchups in field hockey, I know. Um, we got some big meets coming up in cross country. So um, why don't we just start, you know, wherever you want to start there. What have you seen? What yeah, have you been yeah. looking at? I, well, well, part of it is, I mean, the the biggest excitement, of course, for the football fans is that the VHSL polls finally came out. The power rankings that yes. let us know who's in the playoff hunt, who's not. And as of right now, so remember, Deep Run, Highland Springs, Glen Allen, they're all in Region 6A this year, not five. Which As is if it also, couldn't get more confusing. It because. also makes golf really weird, by the <laughs> yeah. way. And we'll step on that for a second. But in football, so right now, 6A, Highland Springs would be the two seed if the season ended today. Two seed. Glen Allen would be the three. So those are your two there. Uh, deep run on the outside looking in. Top eight make it, right? But they're not that far away. Like if they beat Tucker tonight, and found another win somewhere along, along along the way, there is an outside chance that they could make that eight seed, and yeah. we could have all three of our Henrico teams in Class 6 actually in the playoffs. In 5, 5C, five Hermitage, the big win they got over Godwin played a big role in their power points. They are, if the season ended today, they'd be tied for first with Matoica. Godwin and Freeman, who still play each other, they're tied for fourth. The reason why Freeman is tied for fourth and not up there around number one is because of just how amazing Glenn Allen played against them on Friday night. I mean, like a month ago, I saw Glenn Allen play at Patrick Henry, and they looked mediocre. They barely beat a Patrick Henry team that's not at the same echelon they usually are. Yeah. Uh, great defense at Travels. Glenn Allen's defense has, has been excellent. Um, and, and remain there. Maybe even took another level against Freeman. Uh, the number of sacks, the secondary was awesome. Defensive line was great. Their special teams were great, but they brought their offense this time. Yeah. Dallas Chavis rushed for three touchdowns, 152 yards, all in the first half. Yeah. Uh, and a 35-7 win over Freeman. So that was absolutely huge. And in, in Region 4, Verina in the playoff picture, as they usually are. Fun, fun part on Friday. I will be there at Glen Allen, Verina, and Glen Allen. Oh, whoever, that's actually really fun. Yeah, whoever wins that game is going to get a ton of points. Matter of fact, if Glen Allen wins that game, shocker. They and Highland Springs plays Henrico. Uh, that's a rivalry game, but Highland Springs will be heavily favored. If all things go according to the the book, if Highland Springs were to win, if Glen Allen somehow beats Verina. They would, based on the points, they would actually probably jump Highland Springs in the right poll, because it's which would be it's crazy. really based on for those. It's a really complicated kind of formula. It is There's point totals and stuff, but it's really based on those like quality of matchups. It kind of is like mm -hmm. the old BCS formula, right? Where it's right. not just like you're eight no, but it's like you had three wins, but the three wins were you know or like you were facing Highland Springs all the time, and that's yeah. a lot harder than some other schools and the state might have to deal with. So. Um, you know, Glen Allen's clearly had uh, tough tests, right? And right. they've been able to meet them 
you know, especially if they're even if they're able to hang with Verina, you know, if it it makes it close, I think that would still make a pretty big impact as far as how the, you know, magic formula kind of shows them. So that's a really fascinating matchup, I think, for both of those teams. Yeah. And Highland Springs is coming off a bye week um, uh, before they take on Henrico uh, at home. And obviously we, we mentioned Hermitage first place in 5C because we've got highlights of that one as well. They, they took care of business at home against Deep Run. Now they haven't lost since their opening game against Oscar Smith. And speaking of Hermitage, that's where we are today. Absolutely. Got a couple of amazing guests. Uh, you know, we talk about time management and, and trying to figure things out. And do we have time for this? Do we have time for that? One thing takes a back seat. One thing takes a lead. Uh, a, a tremendous student athlete who tackles it all. She plays softball. She, she plays volleyball, uh, has a heck of a serve, part of the JROTC program here at Hermitage, and she's a gifted artist as well. Uh, Casey Stapleton is going to be joining us as well as Master Gunnery Sergeant Carl Bartley. Yeah. And I think for Casey and Carl, this is kind of the ideal kind of people we want on this show, right? It's not necessarily, not every time is going to be Highland Springs football or something like that, right? It's going to be people that are well-rounded, have interesting stories to tell. Um, and just based on our conversation, I mean, I think she had even more to offer than we even could have imagined. I think we could have said, hey, Casey, what don't you do? Like, you know, and I think sure. that would have that would have been like a very viable, um, you know, way to start that because it seems like she does everything. And it's really, it's really fascinating hearing a high school student that is able to balance all those things yeah like yeah and rather than hear us talk about it yeah. take a look and listen so of course joining us casey stapleton she plays volleyball she plays softball she's an artist she's a member of the jrotc and master gunnery sergeant carl bartley guys thanks for being a part of the sportswire spotlight you are on the sportswire spotlight pleasure. all right thank you well thank let's you. let's start in the fall where we should because the, that's what you're playing the is here and now the here yeah. and now absolutely uh casey i stumbled upon you now i've seen you play softball before and we'll get to that but i didn't know that you had this rocking serve in volleyball <laughs> it was it was like an opening game against henrico um you guys pretty much overmatched the warriors on that particular evening but i think you had almost 20 aces in that game and I just remember you know volleyball is tricky because there's so many points and you don't want too much tape but when you see a trend develop that's when you pick up your camera because it's like an oh wow moment <laughs> in case it was an oh wow moment because it was like 10 12 15 serves in a row where you were just dominating and they could not do anything they had no answer for it yes. where, how did you learn to serve like that because I know there's a lot of different kinds Yes, uh, I actually started playing volleyball freshman year, and I didn't know anything about it, and I tried out because I wanted something to do at school because it was at home during virtual, and I just wanted something to do that was in the school. So I never really was taught how to serve. Everyone has kind of figured it out at some point, but I serve different than everyone else. I kind of do like a walkthrough, and I kind of just pretend I'm throwing a softball, honestly, <laughs> but it's hitting the ball instead. That's pretty great. Yeah, and it just, it works. Yeah, absolutely it works. And, you know, you actually have a teammate who's, you know, Kendall Jackson. Mm-hmm. We have uh, we have her mom who actually is in our, in our department. She's, our she's a nice player. Yeah, <laughs> she's our teammate. But exactly, exactly. What's it like uh, playing with her, and, and, and how have you developed your, your volleyball game? Because 
I mean, you guys aren't the cream of the crop, but there are times where you guys stand out and you really, really do well. Uh, a lot of us don't really come from like a volleyball background per se. We get like one person a year who's like playing volleyball. The rest just kind of show up. And it's really cool to work together with people that are still kind of figuring it out because you don't realize how good at something you can be until you're put under pressure to do that. Because Kendall's been playing volleyball for a long time and it, and it shows because Kendall actually understands the game, mm -hmm. which it took a lot of us two or three years to figure out like how the rotation works and volleyball rules. And she was always kind of telling us where to go. But then we have people like Micaiah Clark who never played before until last year. And then all of a sudden, she's one of the only people on the team that can hit consistently because she just picks it up really fast. And it's just really awesome to watch people pick it up like that. And Casey, you mentioned that you started just like, I need something to do while I can't do anything, right? Do you think that is filled? Obviously, you had softball. I mean, did you have softball around that time as well? You yeah. Know? Like, how did that fill that gap for you of just like, you know, social activity and being able to like, you know, be a part of a team again after, you know, that kind of layoff of not being able to do so much. Did that like accomplish that for you? It did because I had been virtual all of what I had experienced in high school so far. And they had the volleyball season in March because they pushed it back. Right. So it was like cold outside. We all just showed up one random day at like 4 p.m. And it was my first experience of people who were in high school. And I was like, oh, I'm in high school. These are like people <laughs> I go to school with now. And it was just, it really just kind of filled the void because, you know, it was a whole lot of just staying at home, doing work, going to sleep, just that over and over again. So it just actually made it feel like a community again yeah. and having social interactions with people. You know, that I, I really believe it affected everyone in a, in a different way. And, and in a lot of ways, it, it depressed us, the whole COVID situation, especially yeah, totally. especially for, for people like yourself. You're, you're going to have your first experience in high school and then COVID shuts everything down. The irony is, and I think you're, you're proof of this, is that I think a lot of kids, once they were getting out of it, wanted to do more and not less. Mm -hmm. and, and, and you're an example of that. Like they wanted to participate in sports more, not less. And so you suddenly had an uptick in sports like volleyball. You've been doing softball for a long time. Yes. Um, and, I, and I do want to get into that. But one thing you do basically year round is you've also been a part of the JROTC. Yes. That's not a light endeavor, right? No. <laughs> so making that commitment, you know, as adults, we talk about time management. I'm terrible at time management. <laughs> I'm looking at my clock and I'm realizing my questions are longer than your answers. So my time management's <laughs> way off right now. But to be part of JROTC, to have time to do art, to do volleyball, to do softball, takes a heck of a lot of commitment and time management. Uh, and the fact that you're way up here and I'm down here, I, I can't speak to my comments. I'm not saying, don't worry about <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. I, can't, I can't speak. <laughs> uh, tell me about the commitment of JRO2C and, 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 and uh, what got you into it and, and, and what exactly do you do? Because we only see you like on Friday nights. Mm -hmm. You're coming out with the colors and you're coming out with the flags and you're marching and that kind of thing. Uh, I actually joined ROTC my sophomore year. I was going to do it my freshman year, but my schedule was too full because of the Humanities Center here. So I had to choose one or the other because the schedules didn't work out. So I got into ROTC my sophomore year because I finally got it on my schedule. And it was really something I'd wanted to do since eighth grade because Tucker came to our school and talked about it. But this is the school I ended up going to for the Specialty Center. So 
I was just really happy to finally be able to get into it. And then I joined pretty much every team in ROTC that I could just because I really enjoyed all of it. And in ROTC, I'm the CO, which is the commanding officer, which is like the cadet in charge. So it's a lot of showing up to everything and being in charge of everything. How do you how do you keep everyone in line if you're the cadet in charge? <laughs> uh, I've had to work a lot on learning to trust other people and realizing that I can't do everything. That when you're in charge of so much, you can't actually be in charge of so much. You have to teach people to be leaders of their own sectors because if you're spending so much time trying to focus on everything individually, it's just, it's not worth it. And everything just ends up getting to your head and it just doesn't work out the way you want it to. And Carl, would you like to call you Carl or yeah, full, full title? I like, I like <laughs> Master Gunner. Yeah, master, master Gunner, master sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, whichever you prefer. But um, you've been able to, you're, <laughs> you're leading this program and you see, you know, her as a leader within it, as a student, you know, what is your impression of what she does in your program? And, you know, maybe since the beginning and um, over the last couple of years of what you've seen and how she handles one, you know, just all the discipline and all the things that go into JRTC and also handling all the other things she has to do at the same time. Yeah. What she didn't tell you is, you know, not only does she has to juggle a lot of balls, right? But <clears throat> myself and the first sergeant, we stress her out a lot <laughs> because, you know, being the commanding officer, we expect excellence, right? And to be short and sweet with, uh, with Casey, she has been amazing. Her first year in the program, you know, she excelled from uh, the bottom of the crop to the cream of the crop. So after her first year, it's a selection process where we selected her to be the CEO. And that's the first time in my 14 years that that's happened. So she's wow. a special young lady. Yeah. Um, I've observed her, you know, with the volleyball, with the softball, and different classes and things like that. Uh, she's amazing. Um, she's also doing, uh, putting in for our ROTC scholarship. And uh, she's going to definitely be someone that the Marine Corps will want. Um, we like go-getters. She, uh, she has all the tools and qualities and the extra abilities to do the things that she wants to do. And so from the perspective of being a ROTC instructor, um, it's a breath of fresh air. And how many athletes do you see take on this? Because I feel like if if I was a student athlete, I would be going to school, going to practice, going to sleep. You know what I mean? Yeah, like there's just so yeah. there's only so many hours of the day to do this stuff. Yeah. She is adding this on to all the other things she does. Like, how many people do you think actually take on as much as she has? And like how often do you see that? And like why do you think she is able to handle that when others might not be able to? It's few and far between. We love to have athletes in the program. We probably have about 15 or 20%, mm -hmm. you know, that do athletics in the school. Yeah. But um, for her to take on the task and then go above and beyond is, uh, like, exceptional. Yeah. Um, you don't really see that. Yeah. And uh, I did a recommendation letter for, for the ROTC program, and I identified those special qualities because – you know, in today's world, right, not a, not a lot of young men and women want to step out on faith. And in her process, um, you know, of course she's made mistakes. We all have. But she has just excelled. She's learned from her mistakes. She doesn't do the same things or mistakes over and over again. And that's why we love her. 
You, I, I want to piggyback on something you said earlier. You said she rose to the cream of the crop, but everybody starts at the bottom. Absolutely. Uh, tell me Casey's story and, and, and give me kind of an idea of, I, I don't think people realize what you guys do on a daily basis that made her, when she started off at the bottom and you said, okay, here's Casey, yeah. her, her meteoric rise to the top. Absolutely. The commander. Yeah, in her first year in the program, you know, she started off as a private and uh, First Sergeant James was her instructor. And uh, after about a month and a half, we had spoke about her because he had brought her up to me and said, you know, this young lady, you know, she's in the Humanities Center. She, GPA is, you know, through the roof. Um, athletic, has all the qualities that the Marines are looking for. So we talked to her and we brought her into the office and we told her we're going to give her added responsibilities. Uh, we started giving her added responsibilities. She absorbed them like a sponge, and she just wanted more. And you don't see that in a lot of kids, you know. Usually they're stressed about, you know, how they're actually looked upon in the school and all these other things with boys and all that other things. But, I mean, she handled it like a champ. And uh, she is the only uh, commanding officer that we promoted to that rank in one year, you know, and um, that 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 says something within itself. Um, you know, I, like I said, I stress her out a whole lot because <laughs> I, know, I know what she wants to do in her future with the Marine Corps, you know, she's going to be put in tough situations. So I try to create those whenever possible because I want her to be ready for it. And uh, she hasn't let me down. Casey, how do you think kind of those core tenets of what you're experiencing in JRTC, like, I, I think discipline, like, that's always the first thing that Absolutely. comes to me when you come, you know, when you're thinking about military kind of mindset and training, right? It's discipline, discipline, discipline. You're also, you know, he's putting you through the ringer in so many ways, right? He's putting stress on you. He's putting a lot of workload on you. How do those things translate to when you're playing volleyball, when you're playing softball? How do those things impact, you know, the rest of the things that you do? It's really kind of helped me kind of realize my expectations of other people. Like, I've come into a lot of things like sports, and, like, I expect not a lot of people because I just always rely on myself sometimes. And it's made me realize that other people are very trustworthy and very successful in their own ways. And it's very easy to lose track of that when you're trying so hard to perfect everything yourself. Right. This lifestyle um, breeds into being selfless yes right absolutely so you but that being said i scrolled through your 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 twitter profile you've won some awards you've gotten some <laughs> accolades being part of the rotc talk to me about that um i've gotten a couple awards over the couple, last couple years i can talk about a few of them um i've gotten the american legion scholastic achievement award which is basically like the highest academic award you can get and it's basically like you got the highest grade. <laughs> and gotcha. I think right now my GPA is like a 4.4 something. I don't get that. Back in my day, you could only get 4.0. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. 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 It's all because the AP classes, they just add points on. There, there yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah, the AP classes. Mm -hmm. So not only do you have a 4.4 grade point average in the ROTC program, you're going to be a Marine. Yes. Let that sink in, everybody. She's going to be a Marine. I mean, hoo -ah. I mean, where, where do you see yourself? In, in the next four or five years when you really let that sink in. That's where you're going to do. Yes, I'm planning on doing the Corps of Cadets at Virginia Tech, which right. is an ROTC that has all of the ROTC programs. 
And after I do that, I would graduate as a second lieutenant in the Marine Corps. And I'm planning on becoming a public affairs officer, which focuses like kind of like showing off the Marine Corps to people, to um, regular people who might want to be recruited, might want to donate, stuff like that. It's like photography, videography, graphic design, stuff like that, that I've always been kind of interested in. You're part now of you, it today. I was going to say, now you can do a podcast. Speaking of art, uh, and I, I'll get into softball first because <laughs> dual sports, I mean, like he said, juggling a lot of balls plus being part of the ROTC. But um, on your travel leagues, I always joked with my daughter because she decided to do dance instead of softball. It was like a, a, a fork in the road, right? And so at six years old, she was playing softball, but she was also doing dance. She told dance. You went with softball, uh, and you've been on travel leagues. Yes. You've played all over the field. What's, what's your position, and, and what do you love about, uh, the most about it? Uh, my main positions are typically like shortstop and second base, which is like the middle infield area. And I just prefer those positions over the others because like, you're kind of just in the middle of everything. And it's easy to like kind of keep an eye on the entire infield when you're the one that's pushed back and you can kind of just see everything happening. And it's just always just the position I've been put in, like even before I knew what I was good at in softball, that's just always where I was. And I guess it just stuck. Gotcha. And I was going to ask, do you take on, you know, you got this leadership kind of position in JRTC. Do you kind of, as if you're a shortstop, you know, do you kind of have to embrace that same kind of role when you're kind of commanding? Like, I feel like that's the catcher and the shortstop are kind of, leading the operation a lot yes. of times is that how it feels like yeah because when you're the shortstop or the catcher you're kind of expected to be the one that's kind of on top of everything yeah. like you're the one that calls out the plays right before they happen you call out the outs and stuff it just really requires you to be on top of everything while it's happening yeah. and i've always kind of enjoyed that part because it also forces me to realize what's happening because sometimes it's just hard to keep track of everything yeah. A lot of awareness needed yes. for that role. I, I was watching the Twins game the other day, and Carlos Correa, I think, called a pickoff play, and I'm like, that that's like, he was commanding that operation there. Right. That, was, that, was pretty, that was pretty smart. Communication um, is key. Exactly. Can you play lineman for my New York Giants? Okay. <laughs> they need communication. They, they need don't communicate at all. Or if they do, they do it wrong. Yeah. Um, and somehow you still have time, after all of this, for art. You actually brought some pieces with yes. you. I didn't so, know. so I reach them right now. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, so, what what got you into art? Where do you find the time? And 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 what are you into? Like, what style? Um, I've been into art ever since, ever. It's always been like something I knew I wanted to do with my life, which is why I'm so interested in the photography and the graphic design. Even in the Marine Corps, I still want to find a way to do what I'm passionate about. And I've been doing art for school. I've won awards for the Scholastic Art Program. I'm in two different art classes right now. I just really enjoy it. And I also have a photography business. <laughs> what don't you do? Like, let's, exactly. let's start there. Right. That's how we math. Should <laughs> okay. We <don't>, neither <laughs> do I. Well, we'll see, bring in a math like seventeen next time. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, when you're creating art, like, what is your motivation? Like, what are the types of things that you try to? I feel like when artists, you know, do what they do, they're trying to show something, right? Some emotion, some thing that inspires them, or whatever. What are the things that you kind of tap into that? motivate your art and the style that you kind of put onto a page or onto a photo that's actually kind of funny because a lot of the times I look back on my art and I'm like I didn't think a single thought while I made this <laughs> it just happens and like it's always just I'm putting stuff on paper that I enjoy and it just 
kind of happens. Sometimes it like tends to make people uncomfortable because I focus on a lot of insects and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, it's just like stuff that I like. And I've done a couple like political art pro mm -hmm. projects, but like other than that, it's just kind of stuff that makes me happy. Just comes to you. Yeah. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Throw stuff on a canvas and see if it fits. Pretty much. And a lot of it has. <laughs> Clearly yeah, with, yeah. The, with the accolades that you've gotten from that. Um, and, you know, Carl, I'm sure you've seen some of this work she's done. And, yeah. you know, just like from your perspective, this is kind of just a broad question, but just give me your perspective on how well-rounded she is as just a human being. Like just being able to see all the things she does and, the, and not doing something is good but doing it to like a level where she's being recognized i yeah, feel like absolutely. for almost all of these things has to be just really impressive for you as an adult looking down on this yeah i mean she's multifaceted i mean and that's what is really unique about her you know if she really just focused on you know if she wanted to play softball in college right if she really focused on that she could do it if she wanted to get an art program in college she focused on that she could do it you know, with the Marine Corps, you know, being in a, a leadership education course, I think it really helps her because she is a jack of all trades. And in the Marine Corps, you're going to be put in the situations that are going to be dependent upon sometime life and death. So you have to be able to uh, be that leader that when times are tough, you got to have a calm head. And so... That's why I always put her in different situations like that because I know being a part of the officer training corps, you know, when she goes to officer candidate school, they're going to put her in a lot of situations. And just like the key thing she said with not being able to do everything herself, you know, that's what I'm trying to bring her out of so that she can be a part of the team because she's going to be a leader of Marines. She's going to have to lead Marines like myself has been in the Marine Corps 25 years. So, you know, I think she is just dynamic. And, I mean, I don't tell her that a lot, and she's probably like, good Lord, she's getting wow. accolades yeah. with the master <laughs> guns, right? But <laughs> right. She, she, she's, a, she's a great young lady. Enjoy it now. Later it's going away. Absolutely. No, but <laughs> final question for you guys. <laughs> yeah, right? Master Gunnery Sergeant. So this is a chance to plug uh, ROTC here. So what would you say to other kids using Casey as – an example of, of what you want and what you're looking for in this program. Yeah, like I said, this is a leadership education course and no other class in Hermitage High School offers that. Um, so, you know, the biggest thing that I think you get to be a part of a team, you know, where people are dependent on you. And, and not only that, you're getting at, uh, you're being able to do things on your own, do things as a team and be a part of something. I think everybody's looking to be a part of something. And with the ROTC program, especially for athletes, right, we do PT and all of that stuff, but just getting them mentally prepared for life. What we're doing with education, we're preparing them for after high school. A lot of people's misconception is that junior ROTC is only for people that's looking to go into the Marine Corps or to another right. branch of service. But only about 20% of our cadets, you know, annually do that. The other 80% two-year, four-year college, entrepreneurship, trade school, et cetera. So just being a part of our TC gives you a part of, be, of being someone. You Absolutely. Know, and a part of a bigger goal. And Casey, final one for you since you do so much. Uh, what would your advice be to any other kid coming up in a high school when it comes to 
being part of volleyball, being part of softball, being part of the ROTC program, what would you say to them? Because I have a feeling most kids, what makes you unique is you don't seem to have any fear, but most kids get anxious. Mm -hmm. They don't, they're worried about trying stuff. What would your advice be to them? Just because you're doing multi things and you're multitasking doesn't mean everyone is expecting you to do every single thing. You have commitments, but you can take your time and you can time manage and you can decide what you need to do at a certain time. Like I have meetings for 30 different things every single day and I just have to pick one that might be the most important and I let everyone else know that I'm not gonna be there. Because sometimes you need to have priorities, but doesn't make anything else less important, it just means you can't be there that day. You can do multiple things without physically being there every second of every day and making it your entire life. And it's important to know your commitments and you need to understand that you need to communicate if you're not gonna be there, as well as whether you're going to be there because some people need you there. Now I feel like I learned something. I was gonna say, you, you asked for <laughs> advice for students, but I think and that's I, just advice for everyone. So. I, I think so. Guys, uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, best of luck in the program. Absolutely. Uh, continuing to, to find uh, young adults like Casey. Um, and uh, Casey, uh, I don't think you need any luck going forward, but we'll be, we'll be watching you closely. Appreciate both of you guys being part of the Sportswear Spotlight hey, thank today. Thank you very thank much. You. Well, that was a really amazing chat with Casey and Carl. Um, like we mentioned before, really great to hear their perspective and a unique one, you know, yeah. not one that we get all the time. Someone that is goes way beyond the average student athlete, I think, with, you know, how much she juggles in her life what she does and her aspirations really you know the marine future virginia tech you know all this stuff was really really cool to hear now that's her. that's real that's yeah. real life like yeah of course what, what you just said 100 percent accurate what, what we get all the time what we hear about are are the kids that make uh the dispatch uh you know i ran for 150 yards and three touchdowns and that's their story yeah a lot of layers to this onion of the story with, with casey stapleton and what a I mean, what a citizen. I mean, that's what the ROTC is about, is to make Americans better citizens. Yeah. Uh, you could tell she's got um, an amazing mindset, juggles a lot of things, and handles them better than probably most adults do, as we joked. <laughs> and you can, you can tell that the mastery gunnery sergeant, like, his perspective on her, you know, you can tell how special of a person, citizen, however you want to describe student, you know, athlete, yeah. um, that kind of person is. So I'm really excited to see... What what other accolades she earns right. over the course of her high school career and what you know follows after that? I, I love the bond there, and 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 he kept talking about being tough because when you're a marine, you're going to be in tough situations that I know I can't even fathom. Absolutely. Um, so, and and I think she was a little bit surprised about just how complimentary he was <laughs> talking about her because that's she not what doesn't she's hear to it that to. often. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't hear that very often. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, it was our honor to be here at Hermitage and, and to talk to both of them and uh, get Casey's story. And, and hopefully it motivates other students to, to look at ROTC seriously because, you know, that's, that's not easy uh, what, what they have to do. But it's, it's, uh, it's important and it's a, a pretty impressive. And it's a team just like any other of these things. I mean, sure. You know, it's, 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 it's teamwork to as an extreme of a degree as you can have. you got to do everything with pinpoint precision, with pinpoint discipline, yep. you know, and that – I think based on our conversation, that applies to everyday life for everyone, right? If you do the right things the right way sure. and drill that in, you know, things are going to work out great for you. And I think she is an excellent, you know, result of that discipline, that training, that mindset of, you know, 
like she's probably destined for greatness because of the way she handles herself and she's a lot going for and she uh, has a lot uh ahead of her as well speaking of being having a lot ahead of you uh we've got we've got quite a lot i know i i mentioned the big game coming up glenn allen verina um cross country regionals is coming up uh, it's tough to cover golf now because now you got everybody splitting a six, five, and four. It's really and, it's it's and it's they're all over up. the state, but states yeah. are coming up. Uh, and that being said, we have a couple of uh, great performances from our local schools. Deep Run is now in six. You know, the funny thing is they they had a lot of battles with Freeman in the regular season. Uh, I think that just made them better, and I think that made Freeman better. You know, yeah. like iron sharpens iron, um, and their iron shots are probably good too. Uh, deep Run. <laughs> Finished in first place. Uh, they took home the regional uh, tournament uh, just this uh, past week. Three out of their top four golfers finished one, two, three, uh, in, including um, Parker Noonan, who yeah. shot uh, even par 72. He actually went into the 18th hole two under, and he double bogey to get a 72. Mm-hmm. If you can double bogey the 18th hole and you end up at par, like – you had a pretty good day. I might not have I'm ended retiring. the way you wanted, but yeah. <laughs> if I could do that, I'm retiring after that. I'm not playing golf again. I'm like, that's my best. I'm out. I'm like <laughs> mic drop, but it would be like putter drop. Um, so golf is heading to states. Uh, Deep Run will be at James Madison's course. They're going to play for state championship there. They've won so many. Josh Aldrich does a great job as a coach there. He's awesome. I love Josh. I yeah. To him so oh, yeah. Times. And he's a, he's great uh, driver instructor. So he's got to have patience. Like, all these kids learn how to drive and they're just driving around in circles and beat up cars. And that that to should be out. our next podcast. Yeah. Is, Josh, how do you, you you might know golf, but how do you deal with kids learn how to drive? Maybe we could do it while we're driving. That <laughs> that's, a, that's a different podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, maybe that's already been thought of. Yeah. Um, Freeman. Jerry Seinfeld. Did that. Yeah. Freeman finished in second in golf and fought in region five. So they advanced to states. There's a really good shot. Uh, that we could have, could have, knock on wood, two state championships uh, for both Deep Run and Freeman. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be big. Um, volleyball's getting into midseason form. Uh, if you watch the latest Sports Wire, um, they're not the cream of the crop, but sometimes it's fun watching um, those neighborhood rivalries in Henrico, Verina Boys Volleyball. Man, there was no set that was uh, decided by more than three points. The first one was 31 29. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't care, you know, who's playing. If it's 31, you know, that's that's really great. You know, that's that's probably action-packed, you know. And obviously, you were there. It was on the sports wire, you know. That's that's exciting stuff, and I'm glad that that stuff, you know, happens like that. And we have a lot more to come, obviously. We'll have gridiron highlights. We'll have volleyball. We'll have field hockey. All of that you can see on sports wire. Uh, make sure you check out uh, your school's website so you know the policies of, of – what's going on at your school for for football thursday or friday nights uh but enjoy it get out there there's some really exciting teams i was going to say football volleyball whatever you want to do go out and support your fellow students your community you know i think that's kind of a big part of this right community members getting involved um and you know some of these schools you don't have to tell them they'll they'll be there you know right um but you know it's really exciting to see the support that these student athletes get and You know, we just want to accelerate that as much as we possibly can. Absolutely. Plenty of highlights to come. So for uh, Dylan Garner, I'm Will Catterley. Thank you once again for joining us for the Sports Wire Spotlight.